It's time for the End of Conversation Podcast With funny man Damian Lemon And the voice of your choice Ali Muhammad Yeah, this is Damian Lemon Yeah, this is Ali Muhammad And this is In the Conversation The podcast Yeah Yeah Back at it, deep into black history, yeah. We are still here, still somewhat in these streets, slowly. Anyway, <laughs> how you doing, brother? Ah, right, man, I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm all right, man. Just, you know, just trying to make it. Trying to re-enter society. Hit me like you. I'm a nigga you ain't seen in a while. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Ah man, you know what it is. Just trying to make it. Trying to make it. That's my grandfather's old joint. That's he's always said. Just trying to make it. Trying to make it. That was his. That was his small talk killer. (laughs) And I mean, this shit. This conversation is finished. Oh shit, (laughs) nigga. Start with a closer. Oh man, what's been good though? What you been up to this week? Ah man, shit. I'm out here, man. Shit, feeling irresponsible and shit. Um. Every, what you mean? <laughs> well, you know, it's like, you know, the world is opening back up and I'm opening back up with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm shit. I'm actually been open. So it's kind of like the more you do, the more it's like, damn, well, this shit is all over. You know what I'm saying? I, I hope this shit is over. You know what I'm saying? I hope I hope right. this vaccine shit work because of uh <laughs> I'm out in the world. I ain't in the club, <laughs> but shit, I'm out in the world. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because no, the more I open up, more people are out and more people really uh, aggressively live in life, goddamn. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, right. so you, when you out there, it's like, oh, shit, nigga, we out here for real. So how out there have you gone? What was some aggressive shit you did this week? Well, shit, I mean, I went to a whole... Uh, got down postseason playoff basketball game <laughs> in an arena that's full of motherfuckers. <laughs> that's how does it get? That's <laughs> it. <nigga. laughs> that in shit, my, yeah. No, you push it to the threshold you know of the arena. <laughs> yeah, it's like with stakes shit. on the line. Yeah, yeah, out Damn. here for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? Oh uh, shit. So. Yeah, so went, what went games to, you went go to, to? Went to check out. Go went ahead. to check out um, Hawks 76ers. I was in the A. Um, uh. so went, you know, got invited to go to the Hawks game. Uh. See that shit. It was the game they lost on Friday, but you okay, know okay, they didn't win. Like last night, they won, but you know, they lost uh-huh. this one. But it, you know, it was still cool to be up in there. You know what I'm saying? And uh, uh-huh. you know, take in take in festivities, especially after being uh-huh. you know in pandemic for so long to see people outside actually enjoying this shit. You know what I'm saying? Last year basketball season, we was watching that shit in the bubble. That shit, right. was, you know what I'm saying? Looking like AAU, nigga, hearing the squeaks on the floor. Yeah. Skeet, 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 skeet. Shit like a video <laughs> game, yeah. You know yeah. <laughs> do, do, do. Like you in yeah. the motherfucking gym, not the arena. So, so you was, was good in the mix. How how long did it take you, or were you immediately comfortable when you got in the mix? Did you did you keep your mask on the whole game? Did you take your mask off? What was the vibe? Nigga, is the goddamn 
mask FBI in this bitch. Um, <laughs> I came <laughs> I in. I had, I, had, I had my mask on when I came in. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I sat down. I had my mask on. When I looked around, nobody had their mask on. <laughs> you know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I, I took my mask off. I was in the game with no mask. You know what I'm saying? Um, so there was that. <laughs> so it was like, you know, I'm out here, butt naked out here. Shit. You know what I mean? Right, but, right. You know, right. it was cool. I ain't, I ain't sick yet. But hopefully this vaccine <laughs> working. Yeah, man. <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? When you're in a situation, nobody wearing the mask, you know what I mean? And I know, like, the NBA protocol shit, you're supposed to wear the mask. Everybody's supposed to wear the mask. But the people in the stands, they weren't wearing them shits. And oh, then, I didn't even know that. There's, there's NBA protocol about the people in the stands having to wear a mask? Yeah, you can't get in the arena without a mask, but people don't keep them shits on. That's the thing. But I don't right. know how yeah. I don't know how it's supposed to go. I'm not sure if that's a rule or not, but. Okay. Okay. I have on no mask. (laughs) So, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, you know, once you did all the research, no, I've been, I was the mask researcher before CDC said it was cool. So, I was like, I was like, shit. They was like, nah, the mask ain't gonna protect you. But I'm like, well, shit, if they wear these bitches in the hospital, I'm gonna Mm -hmm. wear one. Shit, if the nurses wear it, shit, I'm gonna wear it. God damn it. I don't give a fuck. What what you talking about? And then they changed their tune and said people should wear masks. But even in that, it's like the mask don't protect you from other motherfuckers. It protect other motherfuckers from you. So if nobody else got their shit on, I ain't protected. So I just took my shit off. Yeah, I dig it. I dig it. <laughs> how was how was the vibe in there? Was it you know? Because this is this is Atlanta. I mean, they they it's it's popping right now. Obviously, just culturally in Atlanta and. Now that the Hawks are competitive, you know what I mean? What was the arena like? Was it, did it feel, did it feel like this was a, like, you know, did it, did you feel that shit? You know, like when you watch the Knicks, even though quietly deep in at least 75% of the people in that arena's heart, they knew they wasn't going to get out the first round, but it was off the chain. Like it was just, you know, it was pandemonium in that motherfucker. But certain arenas... The, right. the crowds could be a little milder than others. What was the Atlanta vibe like? Well, first first of all, I did think, I thought people, I think people believed the Knicks was going to get past the Hawks. I, I think that, I think they, I think, let me say, let me say that. I did think the Knicks was going to beat the Hawks, but I thought they was going to lose in maybe the second round. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. To the, to at least to the Phillies. But, so. I mean, not to the Phillies, to the Sixers. Right. But <clears throat> I think that, it's such an easy thing being a Knicks fan or at least being a New Yorker that, you know, like, especially of a certain age, there's a there's a uh, a management of expectations that goes on almost uh, unconsciously. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's very easy to just be like, Oh, all right, well, fuck it then. You know what I mean? Go from, yeah, I told y'all that we, all right, then this is what this is what it was supposed to be like. Woo, New York, we back, all of that shit. But then when it starts to get dark for us, it's like, all right, it, yeah, fuck it. It is what it is. It was fun while it lasted. <coughs> right. You know what I mean? I always <laughs> say you hope for the best, but you expect the worst. But, uh, right. yeah, how was the vibe in, in the, in the what is, which was the State Farm now? What's the arena Yeah, name? State Farm Arena. 
State Farm right, got, right, a, okay. they got a lock on the NBA. They got a couple arenas. You know what I'm saying? They got all the commercials. Damn, right. Cliff, Cliff Paul. You know what I'm saying? Right, uh, Cliff Paul, the other kid. Jeff from uh, State Farm. Jake, Jake from right. State Farm. Jake from <coughs> State Farm. Right, right. So they got a lot. But yeah, yeah State Farm Arena. Um it's um it was it was dope. I've never been to a playoff game. So we gotta start there. You know what right. I'm saying? So first right. of all, you in Atlanta. I've I've never been to their arena, you know what I'm saying? But I see it on TV. A lot of rappers, a lot of, you know what I'm saying, producers, a lot of hip hop shit. You know what I'm saying? A lot of mm-hmm. B- Balenciaga, Louis Vuitton, mm-hmm. a lot of lot of Phipps Plaza up in that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Right. And so right, right. So the, the first part was like, okay, I'm going to the game. What the fuck am I going to wear to this bitch? You know what I'm saying? Because I don't have all that old Balenciaga shit. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> Balenciaga. <laughs> 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 that shit sound like my nigga Balenciago. That nigga sound like a repairman. You know what six tires. That's my nigga Balenciago. So go ahead, you know go, ahead, go ahead. So uh-huh. so so you know, I was like, yo, I got I got some cool like, casual shit, and then you know right. during the during the pandemic, I had had some suits made. You know what I'm saying? Five six suits. That you know, wow. I was like, when the shit opened back up, this I'm gonna come with this motherfucking tailored suits on their motherfucking ass. You know what I'm saying? So, uh-huh. so I had a choice to go either you know regular, regular, you know what I'm saying, on some uh-huh. cool out the wizard shit, or go put on a motherfucking suit, which I felt like could have okay. been overkill at the basketball game, but fuck it. You know what I'm saying? As a good Bevy Smith would say, always better to always be overdressed, you know what I'm saying, than underdressed anytime. So mm. so that's what I did. You know what I'm saying? Went put put my shit on, bop, 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 you know what I mean? Tailored shirt, tailored pants, with my motherfucking Ferragamos and ah. You know what I'm saying? Roll like that. So like an owner. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like a something, like somebody about their business shit. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. But but what it is, you definitely look grown. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like it's mm-hmm. like they take you out the whole kids paradigm, mother. You know what I'm saying? Like like the Balenciago niggas is like you ain't. You know what I'm saying? Who is that nigga? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like not mm-hmm. like he's one of us. It's like who 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 is that? You know what I'm saying? So so I I went with that and um <clears throat> it worked. I, I I feel like you know what I'm saying it worked. You know what I'm saying? I got in there, you know, had my mask on. Then I saw nobody had their mask on. I took my mask off. I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying? Doing my thing. So um, I, I felt very comfortable in doing it. So I look forward to, you know, expressing my tailored suit game a little more often now. Now that I done broke mm. it out in the in the publics, for real, for real. Nah, that's what's up. That's you know what's up. I mean, that's a, you know what? That's a bold move, honestly, to get... Suits made in the midst of a pandemic. I mean, that <laughs> shit right there, my nigga. That 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 shit. That is a, that's an act of faith. That's like we gonna pull through. That you know, shit, nigga. That that's real talk. Even the tailor was like, "All right, well, shit, nigga. If that's what you tra- if you want to pull the trigger, we can pull the trigger, nigga. I got I got some fabric. Fuck it, let's go ahead yeah. and do it, nigga. Five five suits at that. Yeah, in the middle of the pandemic, though, is when, you know what I'm saying, I, I really made some bold decisions on I'm going to change my, yeah. my whole situation, you know what I'm saying? And, uh-huh. again, 
I did it, but you know, you still didn't have a whole lot of places to execute it. Like, so what I, I have suits and shit. I might just say, okay, it's Tuesday night. Let me just throw one on and go out to the restaurant and shit. I mean, just to right, see. Right. But it still wasn't like a whole lot of people out. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, you know, you go out, sit on the on the patio of a restaurant, eat. You know what I'm saying? Of course, motherfuckers give me good service, but everybody probably got good service in the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't really, it wasn't a real litmus test yet. But during the game, as we were moving about throughout the game and, and after the game, it was kind of like, you know, I actually said to my people, it's like, yo, it seemed like, you know, the security is a little lax around this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? You know, in Barclays, they be hemming a nigga up at every turn. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And then he was, he said to me, you know what I'm saying? He was like, you ever think you look like you're supposed to be here? Mm. I'm like, well, I'm like, well, damn, that's why. Message. That's why I put yeah. the suit on, but damn, okay. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you still expect the worst or expect, you know what I'm saying? the things that you right. have, have been through before, even when that's not the, the case no more. You know what I'm saying? So, mm. so you know, we talk yeah. about it all the time. You got to exercise the broke out of yourself. You know what I'm saying? It ain't the broke yeah, at man. this point, but just even the mindset of people going to limit me or try to stop me. You know what I'm saying? The haters. You know what I mean? You got to right. get, your, you get yourself all the way outside of that. And get used to the fact that shit might just work if you do the shit the right way, you know. Embrace your momentum, hell yeah, yeah. Yeah. Stick to the plan. It's real shit. So you know what I'm saying. That was that was cool. You know what I'm saying. And it was, it it all it all worked out. Yeah, that shit sounds cool. Did you you were at the uh, were you you were at the game then? If it was if the one it was Friday, you said. Yeah, it was was Friday. it? It was the one they lost. So. Okay, yeah, so you were fine. at the one where they did the the bracket situation. Yeah, with Lou yeah, Will. yeah, 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 yeah. He definitely was there when they did the bracket. That shit was cool. That shit was dope. Yeah, I saw that on um, my man New Faces Instagram. He brought that uh, brought out the bracket situation. Shout out to Beat Out. He got a show on Complex called Brackets. I like to. Oh, okay. And uh, I like what I liked about this. The Lou Will shit was. Uh, he went with a lot of unpopular opinions, or at least right. in in recent times, unpopular opinions, and stood tall on it. Ultimately, right. picking Jermaine Dupree over Outkast. Right. I felt I, I I fucked with that. What What were your thoughts on that, and how did it hit in the arena? Well, <clears throat> the the trip shit was that was the most exciting thing that happened within like you know, the activations, you know what I'm saying? Like the crowd reaction shit. So it came right. on, the, it came on the big screen. He started running through his brackets and making his choices. And then, you know, everybody was rolling with him. And then I, f- I forget which ones that were controversial or that, that raised the eyebrow, but it was like, he got to, you know, some of the ones where he had to pick Jermaine Dupree over some of these current cats. And then he was like, Jermaine Dupree, you know what I'm saying? And, and at mm-hmm. that time, I was I was fucking with him because I really feel like Jermaine Dupree should get some props and be in this conversation because, shit, this was his town, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he ran that bitch and put it on the map to where it opened doors for a lot of cats, you know what I'm saying? So right, right. Be, before there was an outcast and before, shit, 
he might have been popping in the hip hop space before LaFace now, for real. So, you know what I'm saying? He was bringing a national scope to the city before right. anybody else. So, nigga, he earned that billboard that he had up. You know what I'm saying? Welcome to Atlanta. And so, he, I right. think he deserved to be in that conversation. So, when he, he chose JD over a lot of some of the newer cats, I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. I'm rolling with it. And then we got to the end, and it was Jermaine Dupree, Outcast. You know, in my own heart, I was like, ooh, shit, goddamn, nigga, I got to go with Cast. You know what I'm saying? He right. stuck, he stuck uh-huh. to it. Jermaine Dupree. You know, the arena went, went crazy. Like, ah, nah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I thought it was just in the arena type of thing. I, kn- I didn't know it would spill out into the, you know what I'm saying, at least the internet. That was, that's, that was, that's what's up. Yeah. Nah, I thought that shit was dope. I saw it online on Instagram and I saw, you know, some people talking about it in the comments or whatever. And mm-hmm. um <clears throat> Yeah, I, I respected it. I you know, I fuck with Outcast too. I'm I'm a bigger Outcast fan musically, but to the point of where Atlanta is and setting the table and all of that, I do think that Jermaine Dupree deserves his flowers for that and mm-hmm. Actually, just for the two of them to make it to the end of the bracket, I like that, too, because those are two legacy motherfuckers in the city mm-hmm. that are still, you know, because I saw also there's been this, like, little meme going on. I forget who kind of started it. I forget what outlet started it first, but they basically been doing this, like, hip-hop Mount Rushmore, right? And mm-hmm. I think the first beginning of that conversation was, like, the 2010 Mount Rushmore, the GOATs of 2010. I think mm-hmm. they had, uh, I can't even remember who they had, but they had like one space missing. So they were like, who should be on this thing? Da 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 da. I was going back and forth. Ultimately, it went to Nicki Minaj. I forget who else was on there. But then I started seeing, you know, once people figure out how to Photoshop it, they're going to start using it as a template. So I saw somebody do like a, in Atlanta, Mount Rushmore. And mm. it was a little disrespectful. It was like, <laughs> I always say, you know, I always say, look, everybody has their contribution, but it was like Lil Baby, shout out to Lil Baby, he's having a hell of a run. I think I saw Rich Homie Quan, maybe Jeezy and Future. Right. And I, now they all, they all contributed some more than others. You know what I mean? You could, you could argue for some of these. But I was like, damn, nigga, niggas didn't forgot about Outcast that fast. Like, you right. know, shit. I thought this, you know, it's just, it's just so crazy to see how, you know, like people that are so powerful in your era or your generation, the the erasure is strong. Is what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> goddamn, this shit is not a game, yeah, dog. It's, they, it's they, fucked they, up. It's they, fucked they, up. They, they will get you out of here. Yeah, that yeah, Mount Rushmore man. shit is, you know, it's it's just a Twitter conversation, but you know what I'm saying? Right. It lets you know where the people are at right now. And right. you know, I mean, these young, I mean, come on, man. You, you ain't no Atlanta Mount Rushmore without outcast, period. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I mean, come on. Come on. I mean, so, shit. JD probably up there too. I mean, to JD be honest, depending on, on what you're saying. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Go f- 
It's a, it's a um, lot of cats that, that that contributed and all that, but you know what I'm saying? God damn, at least Outcast put it on the map. They the ones, you know, held mm-hmm. it down. South got something to say, shit. You know what I'm right, saying? right. That was a pivotal <laughs> moment. You know, that shit is part of the montage. Right, That's the beginning I mean? of the, you know, come on. It's crazy how that shit, how people will forget. Like, amnesia is serious. That... Well, that shit is it's, it's hard. To, it's hard to have amnesia when you wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? That's true. That's it's true. like That's it's true. like it's like you know what I'm saying. Somebody talking about the Miami Mount Rushmore of music and shit, and then I came in right. on two live crew. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, right. like man, what the fuck? You like Betty Wright? And you know what I mean? It's like right. so. Sometimes right. you just don't be knowing because you you didn't come up in that space. You young you, you too young so you just basing it off of your thing and see the difference when our era is hip-hop came along in the middle of all the other music so you know what I'm saying it was it was you know a known thing that we were riding with the hip-hop and wouldn't know much about some of the other stuff because of a whole nother genre of music but now hip-hop is of that age to where these kids I uh, all in the hip hop and been in and uh, totally all in, but probably ain't never fucked with some of the older shit because of the age difference. So, you know, right. you can't be mad. You know what I'm saying? It just is what it is. And it's one of them things about relevancy. You know what I'm saying? My, that's what my dad yeah. be talking about. He was like, shit, I, I, shit, I'll never be old if I'm relevant. Goddamn shit. Yeah, my baby. <laughs> that's, that's real that's real talk though and it's an entry point every day and that's a good point you know like yeah every day is a new entry point somebody right. is being put on to something like right now right. you know what I mean so you can't hold that against them uh, what it did put it to uh, clear fact for me is uh, all this Mount Rushmore talk? I don't really even know who's on Mount Rushmore. Like, if you ask me, you put a <laughs> you used to ask me, there was some money on the line. I would be fucked up. I had to. Do you know everybody on Mount no, Rushmore? No, I don't because it don't. Fuck <laughs> okay. them, George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, some other motherfuckers, man. Shit, I don't know. It's same niggas on George the dollar Washington. bills and pennies and shit. Right. You know what I'm saying like they don't need a. I mean, I guess they had a Mount Rushmore, but. You can't say they don't need it because somebody went out there and made the shit. Nobody want to think about that shit. Nobody. Have you ever yeah. went to go see it? No. So it's out there, nah. but somebody took the time to make it, you know what I mean, and celebrate the people who they felt, you know, should be celebrated. But it's, nah, I don't keep it's up interesting. with that. I, I actually thought to go out there to see it um, earlier, you know, earlier during the pandemic. You know, in the pandemic, there's a whole lot of, you know, it's a whole lot of plotting for when mm-hmm. when you're back in the world to shit. And I was like, you know what, man? I like, you know, I'm into that tourism shit. Some of that shit I want to see just because of, just for the fact that I've seen it in textbooks and everything. Like, there's things where you just kind of want to put your eyes on it and see it mm-hmm. in real life, whether it's the Eiffel Tower, whether it's the Grand Canyon, whatever. I was like, yo, I, I do want to see what Mount Rushmore looks like in person to see how big that shit is, how what the scale is and all of that. And um, I was looking into it. Then I started reading about North Dakota. North Dakota's on some crazy shit. First of all, I didn't realize, pardon me, not um, North Dakota, South Dakota. I didn't even realize South Dakota had the most COVID cases in the entire country. Damn. Like, I didn't know that. They kept that kind of quiet. Yeah, because... Um, 
I believe the governor didn't really believe in masks and some old crazy shit. Like, there's a whole lot going on over there that kind of turned me off to the to the state. But um, at least for now, while they under this type of uh, administration. But just for just just so we all know, just to I just looked it up. It's George Washington, Medgar <laughs> Evers, who, uh, Frederick Douglass, and Abraham oh, Lincoln. Where? Nah. No, I'm about to say, what the fuck, Mount Rushmore? You talking about Brooklyn Mount Rushmore, Grand Army Plaza? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Nah, it's uh, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Theodore Roosevelt, and Abraham Lincoln. I would have never, yeah, the two that really got me was Theodore Roosevelt and Thomas Jefferson. I knew George Washington's face was on there. I had a good... I had a good uh, hunch that Abraham Lincoln was on there. I was, I would have almost kind of, the only thing was, I know he got his own monument in Washington. So I was like, I don't know if they double, double monumented him, but yeah, they gave him a two monument piece. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. Abraham Lincoln, Theodore Roosevelt, Thomas Jefferson, and George Washington. So uh, out of those four, who do you say is the future <laughs> of those of those future the rapper, not future of the uh, of the next tense of the future tense. Which one would you say had a career more like future? Would you say it was old Thomas Edison? Would you say, <laughs> Did it you was, say Thomas Edison? Thomas Jefferson? Man, I don't know these Thomas niggas' Jefferson. careers, man. I, I don't know. Listen, man, <laughs> I'm fucking with you. I, I know, I know. <laughs> Abe, Abe Lincoln is the most disrespected president because probably because he, you know, what I'm saying, did the mass on the penny. Yeah, he put him on the penny backwards and all that kind of shit. So mm-hmm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Shit, I don't know who had the worst career because I'm I'm not a history buff on that shit. Americana is not you know necessarily my thing in that way. Mm-hmm. Now, black Black yeah. America Black Americana is my thing. I mean, I actually, who would um, you put on the Black Mount Rushmore? What? Damn, Just a black round Let me think. I get out here. <laughs> this is off the head. <laughs> get out here in the public. Like, nigga, hey, motherfucker, behind <laughs> this nigga here tripping. I'm putting Malcolm X. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. <laughs> Muhammad Ali. <laughs> okay. Uh, Goddamn. Oh, uh, you know what I'm saying? I guess you got to put Martin the Luther. The king. <laughs> you ain't got to. Thing. You can do what you want to do. Nah, I'm going to put Martin Luther on there. You know what I'm saying? And then who else? Mm-hmm. Who else? Who else I should put on there? Black history. Uh, goddamn, um, goddamn shit. Uh, <sighs> free the slaves, nigga. Free the slaves. What's the name? Harriet Tubman. Harriet oh, Tubman. Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman. Malcolm X. Martin Luther the king. And who else I said? Mm-hmm. And you said, uh, you said Malcolm X. Malcolm X. You said uh, Muhammad Ali. You had Muhammad, Muhammad Ali. Ali and, and Harriet uh-huh. Tubman. Now, I know I'm going to get, see, this is a hard thing because you're going to get chewed out by somebody. That nigga, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? But this is this is, a, this is fun. This is my bracket, my Mount Rushmore bracket. Right. This, is not, this is not for serious. I did not put any research into this. Damien just right. hit me with this shit in a live conversation. So, you don't come for me. Nah, I think it's good. <laughs> I think it's good. I think it's solid. I think, yeah, no, nah, I think you got it. I think uh, I'm going to put, uh, whoo, you said, you said uh, Harriet. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put, 
Shirley Chisholm. Out of Brooklyn. Frankie Beverly. Yeah, Frankie <laughs> Beverly. And Maze. The whole Maze. The whole Maze. Just the whole Maze. Exactly. It's just going to be Maze. And niggas ain't even going to know who that is. Who's that? That's Maze in them. No, nah, I don't know. I would have to really and give us and them, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, man. This is out. This is off the top. I don't really know. I just that was some fun shit. I, I mean, I really fuck with. I, you can't go wrong with Harriet. You mm-hmm. can't go wrong with Martin and Malcolm. You know, what I mean, they already kind of already there. Uh, who you had, Muhammad? Mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali, I like that. It was kind of a salute to yourself, kind of somewhat. Nah. Uh, and I understand. I mean, he was, it was he's, not he's a, a salute to myself. I don't even, <laughs> okay. even though we share those names, I don't even, you know what I'm saying? It's not like we associate? share those names. I don't even really make that association. You know what I'm saying? Other okay. people make that association. Like even when like mm-hmm. the, the when you go to the airport or somewhere and people make the joke, like the, the joke that people right. always make. It like always uh-huh. fly over my head. Like in the, I had to really think about what they just did. I'm like, ah, ha, ha, ha. But you know what I'm saying? Cause right. it's not that associated. Only time that it was, that it was a asset to me was like between uh-huh. fourth and seventh grade and you get mm-hmm. in the fights and shit. And then, you know what I'm saying? If you get one little move on them, you know what I'm saying? The crowd going to be, ah, you know what I'm saying? That's the only time it worked in my favor is because we shared that name and people could give you the fighting association. But other than that, it right. always was like a hindrance almost because it'd be like, ah, his name Muhammad Ali. Let's see if he could fight. Bow. Right, 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 right. <laughs> like, yeah, damn, nigga, I didn't wake up wanting to fight today. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, we right. don't even have no beef. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Your uncle, your uncle be walking you through Brown Sub, you know what I'm saying? Like you an exhibition match. A walking like exhibition, you, a you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, 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 this is my nephew Muhammad Ali. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Can't go get your little brother. Let's see what's up. You like, nigga? I did not wake up wanting to fight today. I was chilling. I watched some cartoons. I was good. Ate some cereal. I'm thinking we gonna go have some fun. Now I'm in a fucking. Yeah, you gotta win. Now I'm out here. You wrestling, gotta win. <laughs> tussling with a nigga. Right. Right. <laughs> That's funny, man. Yeah, so. <laughs> so, yeah, so that, that'll that be it. I might go with the crying Jordan face for the fourth. You're going to put Jordan, you gonna put Jordan up there. <laughs> Frankie Beverly and them. There. Frankie Beverly and them. Yeah. Michael Jordan. Uh-huh. Who else? <laughs> I had Shirley Chisholm and uh, who I had? Shirley Chisholm, Frankie Beverly, uh, Maze. That'd be a plaque. Um, crying Jordan face, <laughs> and uh, oh, let me shit. see. Hold up, four fool. Um, ooh, that's a god. Uh, that's a hard one right there. This last last situation. Um, hmm. I'm really thinking on this one. I'm really thinking on this. Uh, <laughs> I know it's going to. Now we getting dead air at this point. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we getting dead air. So let me go ahead. Fuck it, man. I'm going to put. Huh. Wild card. 
Oh, shit. Put Clifton Powell on there. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Told your motherfucking ass not you to come I mean? around this motherfucker for two o'clock. Uh-huh. Shit. <laughs> shit. Exactly. <laughs> nah, there you go. There you go. I, I would really have to give it some thought. Let us know in the comments who makes your black, round, your black Mount Rushmore and tell us why. And uh, yeah, uh, <clears throat> and let me know who your favorite member of Maze is. That's not named Frankie Beverly. Let us know that also. Um, what else is going on? Speaking of the playoffs, uh, did you see? Did you see the Suns in four? My man, that's the best. That's probably been the best highlight of this whole playoffs so far. Outside of this little Kawhi dunk I saw earlier today, that was kind of fire. Mm-hmm. Uh. But my man, Sons and Four, who uh, <laughs> who made the prediction, <laughs> that's his new name, Sons and Four, the Sons and Four piece, or two-piece Sons and Four. There was, if y'all haven't seen it, there's a video going around. There was a fight in the stands. It was two Nuggets fans versus one Suns fan. Suns fan looked like he was with his lady, and he was outnumbered. Prior to the video, allegedly somebody might have thrown a beer uh, on the Suns fan. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, upon further research, realized he is in enemy territory. He's actually in the Nuggets arena, Mm -hmm. you know, him and his lady. So he's, he's he's behind enemy lines. And uh, it starts over. You see the beginning of the, the video. He's having a like a little shouting match with him and these two Nuggets fans, and they, you know, they 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 kind of barking on each other, and it might have turned into a little shoving match. I'm not even sure. I think my man mm-hmm. was like, "Man, go ahead with that." It looked like it looked like it had been squashed, or just kind of like, "Man, go ahead, get the fuck out of here with that." I'm I'm here for the game. You know what I mean? It's enough. Mm-hmm. And my man went to turn his back to you know to live peacefully to, to root for his his team. And it looked as if the Nuggets fans were walking off, but the Nuggets fans, one of them did the little fake walk-off, spin back, tried to sucker punch him. Mm -hmm. Tried to snuff him from behind, and he missed. And my man was so ready. Caught him, gripped him by the the collar of his jersey, and started feeding him uppercuts. Bing, Mm -hmm. bing, bing. I mean, just repeatedly giving him an uppercut buffet. Mm. And <laughs> as he's as he's beating one cat, he his man, his man didn't really want no parts, but he knew there was some cameras on, so he he fake jumped in a little bit. He broke the perimeter a little bit to kind of try to save his guy. My man, still with one Nuggets fan in his hands, he throws a nice right, pap taps his jaw, gives him a little <laughs> stay away joint, and at this point. <laughs> <laughs> he is in such full control that he starts to give a speech. He starts to speak. He's like, "Look, I didn't even want to have to do this." You know what I mean? He's like, "Clearly, look, I didn't. You know, you 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 brought this upon yourself." And in the midst of it all, he said, "You know, I ain't mean. You know, I had to fuck your man up because he, you know, he obviously he came with the with the shenanigans. I thought mm-hmm. it was peace. I thought it was, you know what I mean? But he came and tried to sneak me, so I have to give him this." Here's another one, bing, bing, for good measure. He's using his face as punctuation, you know, you know, so anyway, and he pushes him off, or maybe he doesn't push him off 
Maybe he gives him the final uppercut before he turns into Nostradamus. But in the midst of this ass whipping and press conference, he says to the other, the other cat, he looks at him, he makes a bold proclamation. He says, sons in four, <laughs> bing, and then pushes the kid off. My man's bloody. They run out the arena. It's nasty. <laughs> but the sons actually went ahead and swept the nuggets nicely. That man is now a hero. His name, I don't know his name, but his he's sons in four. You know what yeah. I mean? It was sons one of four. the best highlights of the yeah. postseason. Talk to me. What's your yeah, thoughts? Yeah, I, I watched the shit. You know what I'm saying? You put me on. Yeah. I went and looked it up. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, there's a, you know, at first I saw this one angle. I saw a whole another angle that, that you could see the whole thing. The dude, the one who got, you know, the 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 uh, uppercut buffet, actually stood there and poured his drink on top of dude's head. And dude stood up, you know what I'm saying? They had, was having like a, you know, a little uh, conversation. But, you know what right. I'm saying? Then dude act like he was gonna walk off and then try to swing. And then he then he started catching them paws. And then his boy's like, oh shit, oh shit, break it up, oh stop. Oh no, whoa, you can catch one too. And then, you know. And the the dude was so fucked up. Not fucked up, but the dude was so uh um, you know, belittled. It's like in the animal mm-hmm. kingdom when you had to bow down and and you know what I'm saying. Put your put the dude ring on your forehead and shit like the baboons and shit like here yeah, you know what I'm saying kiss the ring type shit. He was catching the mm-hmm. uppercuts, but he never lifted his head. Even when dude stopped swinging, he never lifted his head mm-hmm. to say, "Okay, I'm done, I'm out," or nothing. He just stayed in the uppercut position, which allowed him to get mm-hmm. caught a couple more times just on GP as the dude was having his speech. Bam bam, you motherfuckers, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Woo, 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 bam bam, you know what I mean? Sons and foe, beat it, you know what I mean? So yeah, it was very demoralizing, demoralizing to the guy. He, t- I guess he, I don't know if he had a chain on, but he took something off from around his neck, tucked it in his pocket, and tucked his head and his tail and skedaddled out of the arena. It's a sad moment. Yeah, he tucked his chain. He had a chain on. He he took it off. Put it in his pocket, and then he he got the hell on with his head down. It's, that's that's gonna be tough for him because he started the shit, and my man ended that shit. Sons and foe, and then the sons won mm. and foe. Mm. <laughs> sons had to do it at that point. They was like, "Now nah, we gotta." That's mm. our new mascot, Devin yeah, Booker. Man. Devin yeah. Booker tweeted, "I need this man's info." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I saw that. That was hilarious. <laughs> You know I hope he don't get no backlash because of that. I thought that shit was funny. Oh, Devin Booker? Nah, that's yeah, a fan. You know that's it. a fan. And it's not like the dude when it started nothing. The dude was the victim. You know what I'm saying? The dude was chilling, minding right. his own business. And I don't know if they had words before, but in the video, all you see is this guy sneakily pouring his drink on top of the dude's head. Like, what the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's nothing that this man did except for finish the shit. Right. No. He definitely, you started, I'll finish it. He's definitely good in Phoenix for at least for the rest of the for the rest of this postseason. He probably could drink good at every bar. Yeah. You know what he, I mean? yeah. yeah, he he gonna be good. He gonna be good. <laughs> nice, nice commemorative t shirt, you know you what I mean? Saying? On the bootleg market. You know, come on. Yeah. yeah, salute that hero. Yeah, man. Sons mm-hmm. and four, and he called it. And he called it. I hope he put some money on it. Oh, <laughs> man. <clears throat> That's what's up. 
That's cool. He's uh his playoffs have been pretty good in the way that uh there's a lot of new uh new legends emerging. You know what I mean? Like this next generation of uh big time players are coming about. So you got Devin Booker coming, you know, getting his shine. You got uh Trey Young getting his shine. You got, you know, I'm sure there's more people I, you know, again, I'm a cursory fan. But uh, you could throw some names if you got any. But you know, like uh, nah, my man John Morant, you know, man, shit. Oh right, that's, John that's, Morant, that's, they out. But John my, Morant, Luca, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You, yeah, you got man. a whole lot of young yeah. cats out here, man, that's doing their thing, yeah, and that's that's gonna take over the league. Zion, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's uh, gonna be their league in a minute. You know what I'm saying? Shit. So yeah, yeah, you know, you know and. And is you know that's a, that's the nature of the beast, but we gonna see who who breaks out as that generational talent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then the other shit is there's a lot of a lot of injuries fucking the games up too because you know obviously AD got injured. I know for a bit Embiid was kind of fucked up. I, he's still playing though, but I see Kyrie went down, James Harden went down because for a hot second. You know, people thought that the the Nets was almost like a short thing. Like, they was just mm-hmm. going to go straight to the finals. I mean, there's and, a super and, team. Like, nigga, like. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, but yeah. shit, that's, that's the beauty of this whole shit. Not the beauty, but that's uh, the that's the nature of the beast. That's like, the nature of the beast, it's, I mean. Yeah, it's never guaranteed. It's nah, never guaranteed. Nah. And it's, that's got to be so frustrating to be an athlete at the top of your game and especially, like, on a team where it's basically you on the runway to a chip and then you you just get injured. You know what right. I mean? Like, you just get injured. It's got to be frustrating to just watch the shit unfold while you're on the sidelines and you was you were, you were in the mix heavy. Mm-hmm. You know, right. that's got to be something. Yeah. But, I mean, with the Nets, man, my God damn, they still got KD. This is an opportunity for KD to show who he is. You know what I'm saying? It's like you know he ain't yeah. no motherfucking chump. He, you know what I mean? <laughs> he he could get out there and get busy on. You know what I'm saying? He's a weapon. So it's no, an opportunity. It's an opportunity for for that team to really show who they are, and you know what I'm saying? Win a couple of games with with just KD. Like that ain't even like no. You know what I'm saying? That ain't no fucked up shit. You know what I'm saying? It ain't what they came in here with. It ain't that whole SmackDown game. But, you know what I'm saying? It ain't like they ain't got KD. And it's, it's time for, you know what I mean, if KD could do it with with the team he got and, and take them just even to the next round, you know what I'm saying? That will, you know what I'm saying, that would probably get people up off of him from saying that, you know, he joined the, the, the Warriors, you know, at the height of the Warriors, you know what I'm saying? To, to win right. chips and then now he at Brooklyn he got you know what I mean arguably two of the best players in the game period with him right. making three of the best players on one team so maybe it's time for KD to you know what I'm saying show and prove maybe this is good for his legacy it'll, it'll be great for his legacy because you know the, the, the knock on him now not even a knock but the thing that people are saying is you know, he's never really been on a team where he had to kind of carry a team. You well, know what I mean? Like, he ain't really o- had to. Well, even um, Oakland, he had Westbrook with him. Yeah, he, he had Westbrook had in Oklahoma, but he had Harden as a six I mean, man. I mean, 
right, right, but, right, right. But you know what I'm saying? Well, that was still that was work. When he was in OKC, he had to work. And motherfucking right. and the Warriors, he ain't really, he was just waiting for the ball. But go ahead. Well, yeah, yeah, no, and the war, you know, but still Westbrook is no is Yeah, Westbrook not, no ain't no joke. He's yeah, he's a beast. I mean, he got Griffin right now, but you know, and Blake's been playing pretty Ooh. good. But you know, he's Blake Griffin. You know, Blake Griffin's over there too. He's even been putting in work. How old Blake Griffin? Yeah, you got Blake Griffin over there. Blake Griffin been getting it in. Yeah, I know he getting it in, but that ain't like you know what I'm saying we finna he finna carry nobody. No, I'm not saying that he's an option. Though is what I'm right, saying, right, right, and he got you know he got some other people. But this is the point that people have been making, like. Whereas LeBron, you know, kind of had to carry Cleveland at one point. I mean, mm-hmm. dude, shit, he did yeah, have a whole Kyrie. bunch of points. Uh, I mean, even before yeah, he had Kyrie, he carried before, Cleveland to yeah. the finals by his motherfucking right. self. Him and Booby, Booby Jones, and Booby, whatever his name is, and <laughs> Keisha yeah, Cole, husband, or whatever. About. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Booby Gibson. Booby Gibson, Booby yeah, Gibson yeah, yeah. and them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> but that's what the people been saying. A lot of people been saying that, you know, before, you know, he's always there's always been like a facilitator. He just always got to, you know, got to get his scoring off. He's great at scoring. He could get, you know, as right. long as he's, you know, is an option, you know. But now he's got a, they were saying that he's not really one of those players that's known for making other players great. Whereas like Harden is known for making other players great or Kyrie's known for, you know what I mean? Like making, making shit happen. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's kind of the, the narrative at this point. So that'd be something for him to, you know, to, uh, to kind of prove people wrong mm-hmm. and really like, it'll really be like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Not to say that he ain't in the books is one of the greats already, but like you could kind of, you could say, okay, nah, he, you know, he did that. You know what I mean? He handled mm-hmm. his business, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. They'll put a little bit more respect on his name right, anyway. Right, right. So, you know, we'll see what happens and shit. Uh, <clears throat> let us know what y'all think about this shit. Obviously, I am a cursory sports fan, so you know if y'all niggas is yelling at the speaker, what this nigga talking about? I don't fucking bum ass. Uh, <laughs> this nigga talking a little crazy <laughs> shit. Fucking first of all, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, what else is going on, man? Uh. Did Juneteenth happen yet? Is it what's it the nineteenth? When is Juneteenth? I know it's That's sometime in up. June, right? That's coming up. Okay, yeah, I think it's the. 9th. You doing anything for Juneteenth? I'm just really still. I don't know how to plan to... for Juneteenth. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right? You know what I'm like, well, okay. Right. <laughs> how do I plan for right. being free? Shit, uh, I don't know. Right, right. I know there's That's a couple funny. of things going on, a couple of activities going on in Brooklyn. I don't know. I might check something out. I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, speaking of activities in Brooklyn, I saw they were doing a snowfall theme party in Brooklyn. I don't know Where? if it passed or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet to send you the flyer shit. It was like, you know, it's like on some, the theme, like 80s Jerry Curls, you know what I'm saying? Dope boy, old school shit. Like it was, it was hilarious. It was hilarious. Uh, if I find it, I'll send you that shit. I don't know if it passed or not, but I thought that was kind of hilarious. Uh, yeah, I don't really know. I don't really know. I'm still getting to it. I know Juneteenth is, you know, obviously about the freedom and mm. it's a lot of like red food going on or whatever. Uh, it's always been something that I, I, I didn't really discover Juneteenth. I think we talked about this. I didn't discover yeah. Juneteenth until like college. So, but, uh, I don't want to miss it now that I know we got a black holiday. I'm not going to miss it. I just want to make sure 
I got a question for you. Where do you stand? Because now this summertime, it's festival season. Where, where you stand with the festivals? Are you a festival head? Do you like festivals? Do you enjoy festivals? What are, you, what are your thoughts on them? I mean, I don't go to festivals per se. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I I I saw that uh, Jason Carter announced that he was doing one music fest in um, October, so I might check that. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, but I know I'm, you know, after working in in the industry for a long time and doing shows and doing festivals or whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? It's not as entertaining you know what i'm saying as it is if you've never done that type of work you know what i'm saying because now you're at the festival looking at okay shit you know i hardly enjoy concerts like you're supposed to enjoy a concert mm-hmm. and i don't know mm-hmm. how to get that back or if i ever get it or just you know what I'm saying you just do festivals differently you know what i'm saying it's just like you do anything like big events like you just do them differently you know what i mean you don't go for the typical, I'm I'm kicking and enjoy it. I I gotta find out how to figure out how to um, release that part of you know behind the scenes of it all. So, right. I don't I don't know how to tell you how to do festivals. You know what I'm saying? Because I never sat. You know what I mean? Coming up, it wasn't like festivals as they are now was the shit. You know what I'm saying? It was like more like concerts. Even though like Fresh Fest was my first concert. But it wasn't like the festivals of the day. It was go to a like arena or theater and, you know what I'm saying, it's indoors, you sit on stage, it's one night, four hours, and you were out of that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's not like a three-day, you know what I mean, thing where you just there the whole time. You know what I mean? I fuck with Essence Fest. I've been there, but you know what I'm saying? I've never been as a consumer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. never been as a consumer, so. It's, it's different for me because I, I, I haven't broken myself into it. Yeah. Uh, me, I'm like, uh, I've been to a few festivals. Some are, now that I think back on them, you know what I mean? Like uh, some were more forward-facing as a festival. Like mm-hmm. I think, I you know, I went to that whole Cancun All-Star. I think that was a fiesta. That might not have even been a festival. But mm-hmm. I think the first festival I've been to was I went to Essence Festival one year. Um, and it was cool. It could have been better. I was supposed to go out there with my people, but then I had to wind up going out there dolo. So it was a different experience. You know what I mean? You ain't really, you're not hanging with nobody. I, I, I ran into a couple people I knew, but being at a festival kind of by yourself, especially that type of festival for the first time. It was interesting. It was, a, it, you know, it was, it was cool. It was cool. I had fun. I enjoyed myself. But what I do realize is festivals take a lot of stamina, you know, <laughs> like I, I like a concert situation where it's like four hours and you're done. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Three, four hours, you, you know, there's a beginning, middle and end, you mm-hmm. know, but the festival shit, you get in there early because you, you know, you know, especially if you're going as a consumer, mm-hmm. you know, I would say if you got it, it's probably worth spending the extra money for a little VIP situation because oftentimes 
at these summer festivals, that's where there'll be at least some air conditioning. You know what I mean? The, the, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man, the drink lines is a lot shorter. You know what I'm saying? It's a little bit more uh, civilized, you know, because if you, if you go in GA, it's like one damn near big mosh pit. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? If you expect to see something, you kind of got to stake your ground way early in the day, you know what I mean? Tough it out throughout all of that that sunshine and heat to kind of be there when all of the good acts are really starting, the headliners are starting to hit the stage by nightfall, you know what I mean? If you're going to get drunk or get high, time that shit correctly because you might go too hard, too fast, and then fucking pass out or be spent by seven and shit ain't really even kick off. You know what I'm saying? It's a it's mm. a lot to it. Or there's different stages. So now, damn, you you had a nice little spot at this spot, but this stage ain't cracking for like another two hours. So now the, the dope stage is over here. Now you got to kind of make your way over there. Mm. It's a lot, man. It's overwhelming right. as fuck. I'm not the biggest fan. I'll be honest with you. I don't really... They cool, but they ain't, they ain't my thing. I was just thinking about hitting a festival. Mm-hmm. That's why I was. it's on my mind. I was thinking about... And just hitting, like, one day, I'm thinking about going out to the um, the Newport Jazz Festival. Oh, just because... Like yeah, just some shit. different shit. Yeah, some different shit. Because it was like, one... As I've been writing, you know, as, you know, I've been on my two hours a day shit... I write to jazz just because I like to write to some shit with no lyrics. Mm-hmm. So I've been playing a whole lot of jazz shit. But like the Newport Jazz Festival has been one of them festivals that's been out <clears throat> forever. First of all, I thought it was Newport the Cigarette. You know what I mean? It's Newport, Rhode <laughs> Island. I didn't even know where the Newport, what was going on. I just, I didn't know. It's just that's how baked into the culture Newport is. I was like, okay, Newport. But, um, <laughs> It's an iconic old school thing, and it's it feels like it's a, probably like a little bit more relaxed than you know what I mean. Fucking uh, rolling loud, you know what I mean. Um, seemed like it might be a little bit more chill, and uh, I guess I just came across and I was like, "Yo, I might fuck around and just see what that's about." This shit is on the water, you know what I mean. It looked kind of cool. I might fuck with it. I started looking. There ain't no hotels, so that's a that could be an issue. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that's kind of what put me on, put me on the uh, put that shit on the mind. Made me want to bring that shit up to you, see where you was at with festivals. Because overall, I'm not the biggest festival fan. I think they mm-hmm. sound better in theory. I feel like you get a lot of bang for your buck. It's like everybody's on the bill, and you like, oh yeah, this is this is it. This is we one and done. We could see everybody, but yeah, you got to really put in the work. That right. shit that is it's a lot of a lot of footwork. I mean, when it comes to that, you know what I'm saying, like festivals, I can't say I'm a festival fan, like go and just watch concert after concert after concert, but definitely mm-hmm. big weekend, high stakes weekends. I, I, you know, I really came of age doing that, those types of things. Super Bowl, All-Star, you know what I'm saying, where it's four days, you got to have your itinerary together. You know what I'm saying? You got to know what you're doing and how you, who, which parties you're getting into, those types of things. I I enjoy that kind of shit, you know what I'm saying? Because I've I've learned how to, I mean, I didn't, I didn't know how to make a way in it, but it's just, 
over time you establish a way of how you do them. You know what I'm saying? And even yeah. even even when I was like younger, you know what I'm saying, you would see like like different groups of people doing it different ways. So it's like sometimes in those big weekends, it's not just like one demographic that goes to these events, Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? You got young people. You got, you know what I'm saying? You got the club people. You got grown people. You got, you know what I'm saying, older people who are, are just involved with, with the sport or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So you got all these demographics trying to live together in one, you know what I'm saying, weekend. And I like that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? Because it's always a way to do it. Like you don't age out of shit like that. You just find another way to do it. Like, like you can't, you know, you can't go to Daytona and shit like that no more as an older person. Like that's that's creepy or whatever. But like Super Bowl, All Star, like even Essence Fest. I like Essence Fest because it has a, a diversity of of generations that go. You might see a group of women that's like you know, what I'm saying the mama, the grandmama, the daughter, you know, what I'm saying the granddaughter, all rolling together. You know what I'm saying? Enjoying this weekend. You know what I mean? Some might go to the concerts and then they might break apart to do other things separately and then come back together to eat. So I it's like in these weekends, especially in the the black the black events or the the events that blacks frequent, you get to see culture in real life and in real time. And you you always learn, okay, what it is right now. It ain't like in theory, you know what I'm saying? Like like sometimes you sit in your your city and you be like ah man that's some corny shit da 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 and then when you go to a weekend and you see that most of the people are on that shit you didn't think was anything and it's something it's like oh shit this shit is a whole motherfucking thing you know what I mean so as for me as a cultural self proclaimed cultural anthropologist I like those kind of weekends when it's big whole lot of shit going on. It's four days, you figure it out, then everybody dispersed back to the cities where they came from. You know what I'm saying? I never really yeah. did it as like, you know, like Coachella where you got to go outside of, you know what I'm saying, the culture and then take in a whole lot of things that you may not know shit about or, you know what I'm saying, you don't know. I've never been to like a Coachella or like a Burning Man mm-hmm. or some, you know what I'm saying, some wild shit like that. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, I think I think a weekend is a little different. Like a like a weekend that's, you know, like uh culturally based. You know what I'm saying? Like cuz at that point you could kind of make your own itinerary. You ain't running this shit. It's no it's nothing that's hard and fast when you need to be at this by mm-hmm. this time. It might be there might be some plays that are important, you know what I mean? Like you mm-hmm. might want to be at this party or whatever, but like you could do whatever you want to do with your day. It's a little, it's way more free. It's like, it's not as regimented as one of these, these festivals. Yeah. I like a good weekend. Like just, you know, just, just being in the city, being in the mix and kind of play it by ear. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like play it by text message. Like, Oh, that's what's going on. All right. We might fall through there or blah, blah, blah. That's way more. That's like relaxed. That's chill. That's some, that's just the, that's just an expansive kickback. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But when it's like, yo, stage three, you got to be over there by four to see this. It's like, man, this shit's starting to feel like work. This is starting to feel like, yeah, I'm making too much of an effort here. That shit, okay, damn. So this ain't the place to be no more. I got to go over here. 
all right, all right. You know what I mean? Like this, yeah, it's a, it's a lot. It could be fun sometimes. I, I, I like participating in them more than I like uh, being a consumer. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah, I like to, I like to have some access. If I'm at some shit where they got a little <laughs> laminate, you could kind of, you could kind of move about and just, you know, go see a little bit of something and then go here and then, you know what I mean? That's that's a different type of vibe. But yeah, but on I some mean, old, at, yeah. at, at this yeah. point, it's like shit. That's the only place you want to be is where you're invited. And, you know what I'm saying? Where you're welcome. Right, right. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's the, ideally. Ideally, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess once you've been backstage or once you get some access, it's hard to just go back to, nah, not being able to move unfettered. You know what I'm saying? Like, to be able yeah, when nigga like, oh, who you, wait, 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 what, you, let me see your, let me see your wrist. Let me right. see, nah, brother, you right. gotta go over there. You're like, ah, shit. This, yeah, but, shit, but there are, see. you know, there comes the time where you, you want to learn new things and you want to, you know what I'm saying? You, you end up in new spaces where you have to almost start over, but knowing how to move and knowing what you what you want and what makes you comfortable. And, you know, so you, you plan your shit out differently even when you move differently. So that's one thing that I do want to do more of is just start ident- identifying not just things that's hot that's going on or this big, let's, you know what I'm saying, you're going to do this, but... What are some of the things that I just want to do that I have never done? You know what I'm saying? Places that I've want to mm-hmm. that I want to be at that I've never been at, and it might not be nobody around like me, but I want to be there. Right. And how did I do it? You know what I'm saying? Outside of just you know normal travel, but like just specific things and specific groups or specific uh, events and shit like that where. You might not be welcome. You might not be a VIP. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna start from from the bottom. But you know, me knowing who I am, you're gonna you're gonna rise up to wherever wherever the, the, the shit is, you're gonna end up there some kind of way. So I don't get in the mix. Yeah, yeah, I don't concern myself with that kind of shit. But it is different when you you start doing it just based off of the shit you wanna do, not just because the shit cool. Right. Yeah, speaking of that type of thing, I want to go to Afrotech. I want to see that. I'm not even sure what the next one is, but I want to kind of, I want to experience that. I want to see what that's all about. You know what I mean? Kind of get some of that information. I've been, I spoke to a few people that have gone and they 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 speak highly of it. Like they, they learned a lot. You know what I mean? They were exposed to a whole lot of different shit. I want to check that out. That's one of them places where I want to kind of <clears throat> put myself in some fish out of water type shit. Mm-hmm. What about you? Any was something you said you want to go somewhere new? You can think <clears> of anywhere new. Where would you want to go? Like a new uh, experience or a new yeah, a new experience that you haven't been to that you're gonna. I mean, I don't, learn I, I don't know any specific events or things like that, but I definitely want to dig into the continent of Africa. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, uh, you know, my man Damani be over there in South Africa. He be doing his thing. My man F.A., he be all over the whole continent here and there. And it's, it feels like, you know what I'm saying, that's that's something that I should be doing that I haven't done. Like, well, well, nigga, what you waiting on? You know what I'm saying? Like, go ahead, make it happen. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, when you, when you first start thinking about it, it's like, oh, shit, like, you know, where do I start? You know what I mean? It's like, where do you go first? Like, where do you start? 
You know what I'm saying? Where do you stay? Like, you got to figure out all these things. But at this point, I have I know so many people that have done it that, you know what I'm saying, I should be able to, to build a nice itinerary for myself. You know what I mean? And then, you know, once you do it, then you can start telling people, like, yo, this is what you do. Yo, go over here. Holler at my man right there. You know what I'm saying? That like any other time, but, you know, just making that first step is like, oh, shit, like, this dark continent. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, whoa. You know right, what I mean? Right. Will a nigga catch malaria? You know what I'm saying? All of the shit that they put on you, you know what I'm saying? Before you even think about going like shit. You know what I'm saying? You you get all this uh colonialist ideology, you know what I'm saying, push put on you before you even bust a move. So, you know, it's not that that's what I'm thinking about, it's just I haven't bust a move to even try to just set it up yet. And that's probably something I should do this year. What's up? That's what's up. That's cool. Yeah, get to that continent. I get there at some point too, man. I, yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> anything else you got going on before we get out of here? Before we go to Africa, you got anything else you want to talk about? Nah, I mean, uh, shit. I don't have much else going on, man. You know, easing back into work. You know, what I'm saying, just trying to, you know, keep the you know, during the the quarantine, you make changes to yourself. You know what I'm saying, and you make yeah. Uh-huh. You know, you 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 settle and you make a contract with yourself to be a little more. You know what I'm saying, peaceful about how you're doing and and moving ways that 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 works with you and not against your own self. And you know, as it opens up, you know what I'm saying. I could feel the world pulling you back into the same place where you was before. You know what I'm saying, where you you get into this thing where you know. People, uh, you know, you're doing this work and then people got these corporate complaints and people or people got, you know, all of the slickery and, you know what I mean, you just end back up in the race, you know what I'm saying? And that ain't where I want to be, you know what I mean? So, you know, I face some challenges in, in a particular project that I'm working on and not no challenges that, you know, can't be overcome or nothing, but I'm not the one kind of negotiating the whole thing. I'm just a third party, you know what I'm saying? So... So a lot of times that's a that's a hard way to work because the one of my best talents I believe in doing client work is being able to listen and listen for not what they say but what they don't say, you know what I'm saying? And once you understand what they what they say, don't say and what you put it all together into what they want, then you could make decisions based on that. But when you're not the one talking to the client, then, you know, you it's hard to make decisions. So you just kind of run it with the program. And then when it don't all the way work out, then you're like, damn, you know what I'm saying? How could it have worked out when we don't have all the information? So anyway, you at first I started feeling myself, you know, like, hey, you know what I'm saying? You know, push back, push back, and push back on any types of like, nah, nah that ain't that what that ain't on us, like you know what I'm saying. But you know, I had to re- revert back to my pandemic self and like, yo, what? None of this shit is worth nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey guys, this is easy. We can figure it out, or we can't. And either way, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. We figure out what to do next. So it's not hard work. You know what I'm saying? Like. But you find yourself instantly going back to it being like, nah, hell nah. I got to, I got to win the the conversation. I got to win the, you know what I'm saying? I got to win the negotiation. 
I got to win all. But at a certain point, this ain't even what I'm trying to negotiate. You know what I'm saying? This is some shit that we doing. We agreed to do it. And now we're going to figure it out. And that's it. I ain't nothing to worry about. So that that part of, of getting back to life, you know what I'm saying? You have to stay connected if you made progress with yourself during the time when we had quiet time then it's now that you have to continue to work on that progress and and hold on to the gains that you made you know what i'm saying tap into the gains that you made and not revert back to your pre-pandemic self of just like work 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 i'm just gonna do and then you get stuck into what you do as opposed to who you are yeah that's that's real. Do you find yourself feeling guilty a little bit? Like uh like you said, like instead of you know, you don't want to get swept up. Like you said, you don't even you're not really as invested in some of these battles mm-hmm. as you may have been like, pre pandemic, you know. So ahead. like you know, but it's also like it's also like the culture of work. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like even right. before, I think before people had to really sit down and like be still and take things in and, and actually realize a lot of shit don't matter as much as you it was perceived to have, right? right? Like you see things that can kind of go on, you know, uh, <clears throat> uh, bare bones, some shit ceased, some shit just didn't matter at all. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. you kind of, it kind of falls on you and you can kind of process that and you can maybe adjust what matters to you, right? Mm-hmm. So, but back when you back amongst that frenzy of, we got to get this done, we got to get this done. I know before the pandemic, there's a lot of people that would feel, you would almost feel kind of guilty that you might, you know what I mean? You might not be as inclined to be as busy as certain people are. You know what I'm saying? Like, and mm-hmm. it could be a bit of a, a, a guilt about it. Do you mm-hmm. feel that at all? How do you, how are you reconciling any of that moving forward? Nah, I mean, for me, it's all about during the pandemic, you know what I'm saying? I made certain gains in where I want to go, how I want to go right. and, and where I'm at with all this shit. Cause where I'm at now is like, you know, you're in the situation, you're in a place where, now, if you're not moving towards how you want to be, when will you do it? Like, I'm in the fourth quarter of this shit. You know what I'm saying? So you, mm-hmm. I had to be consciously moving towards where I want to be and who I want to be and, you know what I'm saying, how I want to how I want to address life, how I want to address family problems, business, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, in the end, how, I, how do I want to be, you know what I'm saying, received? And... For me, like going through all of this, what's going on, this right now could very well be the end at any, you know what I'm saying, at any point. So it's not like, you know, the 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 mindset is not, hey, you know what I'm saying, all right, I get to that, I'm going to finish this over here and I'm going to get to that. You know what I'm saying, when I get to it, it's like, nah, like, now could be the end like it was for so many people. You know what I'm saying, during the past right. year. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. fuck, fuck it, you know what I'm saying? Like, the shit didn't kill me. You know what I'm saying? All the work stopped. I ain't die. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? It's like, oh, shit. We, you could survive all this shit. You know what I'm saying? 
And so why are you killing yourself and rushing yourself to an earlier grave to do some shit that ain't even on your motherfucking manifesto? And then you leave your manifesto over there dusty to, you know what I'm saying, to do it. So for me, you know, I'm trying to stay in my lane on my square and and draw my work to that as opposed to going out and chasing the work and getting to work all over these different places and pulling yourself in five, six different directions. It's like, let me put myself on, on my square, raise my flag, and invite all the work to come visit me on Muhammad Island. Yeah, I hear that. No, shit is real. Nah, you gotta, yeah, you gotta, you gotta commit to your shit. I'm with it. <clears throat> I'm with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You no, know, because this is this is the opportunity. This is the opportunity. You had the moment of clarity. So it's like, well, what you gonna do with it? You know, is it all gonna be in vain, or did it uh, did it did it resonate? You know, right. and right. this is this is the time. It, you realize you realize because that 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 sit down puts in perspective all of the shit people say, you know, look, I'm going to focus on that when I get the time. Right now, I got to handle this. I got to, you know, stack some bread. I got to make sure that my my security is set. I got to, you know, make a name here. But as soon as I'm done here, I'm going to work on what my passion, my big big project, the shit that I've been kind of putting off to the side because I've never had any time. And now when you had all this time on your hands... Mm-hmm. Hopefully you kind of got into some of that shit and you found yourself getting attached to it and you realize, yo, you like this shit more than this other shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like now we gotta figure out the balance. You know what right. I'm saying? And and not feel no way about saying, hey, I mean, I, I hear that. I hear what you're doing over there, but that's not really high priority for me. <laughs> no, respectfully as people say now that's the new no disrespect respectfully that shit ain't really high priority I'm gonna do what I can I'm gonna do I'm gonna do an, I'm gonna get it done I'm gonna do what I need to do if I agreed to do certain things right. that's what it's gonna be but I'm not gonna stress out over some shit that I'm not really passionate about this is this is uh you know this is a this is a project for me mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying this is some shit to do um, but I'm gonna get back to what I'm doing. I'm over here building a spaceship and I'm I'm damn near finished. You know right. what I'm saying? So uh yeah. Anyway. Uh speaking of blasting off, I think it's about that time to transform and roll out. Wear it up. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh shit. You got anything else you wanna say though? Nah, that's <laughs> you got it. anything that's else? I'm, shit. I'm I'm transformed already. <laughs> there it is There it go There it go Well shit Tell a friend to tell a friend And even an enemy <laughs> To get in the uh, Get in the conversation We out <laughs>